Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Watford nil, Liverpool won. The Chan Chan and player hubris by Carl Kopak. Oh, Emre. Emre, Emre, Emre. Something incredible happened in Hertfordshire last night. Something very special indeed. Once I'd stopped jumping around the Vicarage Road stand and got my bearings, four different thoughts simultaneously arrived in my mind. They were, one, I'm getting too old to be jumping around stands. Two, we've done it again. A goal just before half-time and an away game. Three, why is Emre doing the sliding on the turf thing? True, it looked like it was his goal, but surely that must have been Firmino, as there's no way Emery could get his arse that far above the ground. And four, please God, don't make this a Sebastian Cuartes moment, i.e. a great goal forgotten because we lost the game. There's a striker's adage I've always liked about scoring worldies in the wrong types of games, such as pre-season matches or meaningless dead rubbers. I think it was Gary Lineker who said that 40-yard screamers against Ebb's Fleet Town in July were a waste of a good goal. You don't need them then. You need them for more important games, games like last night. I must admit that I thought the same about Marco Gruic at Wembley last summer, though the setting and opposition were worthy enough for his incredible looping header, and the keeper had made it look even better with a full flying fish impression. It didn't win anything for the Reds. It was merely the final brushstroke on an already pretty decent canvas. So when we walked off the pitch at half-time, there was still a small creeping worry that it would all count for naught. But this is a Liverpool side that's become adept at protecting a lead away from home. Not so good when we go a goal down, but, you know, small steps. We all love a frighteningly magnificent goal, but when it proves to be the only one in such a vital game, it gills an already decorous lily. Even Watford, mostly toothless up front save for the last 10 minutes, can say that they only lost to a goal which no one could have stopped. Faces saved all round. Incidentally, I loved Emre's self-conscious applause to the away fans when we sang his name as he strolled off at half-time. He clearly wasn't sure if he was supposed to do that yet, so he gave us the smallest handclap while looking at us from under his eyelashes like Princess Diana. It should have been more, of course, Lalana and Sturridge went close, and if Lovren had converted Matip's cross, many of us would be checking our pre-match points for hallucinogenic pastilles and compounds. After all, if we're holding on to a lead, what the hell were two of our, by then, back three, doing gallivanting upfield? The journalist Jonathan Northcroft tweeted about it earlier today and suggested that maybe Lalana and Sturridge were covering for the centre-backs. I won't sleep tonight because of that. Speaking of Sturridge... He came on last night to a song. He hadn't kicked a ball at that point, but the away end sang his name loudly. 
He seemed to appreciate it too, as he was an immediate threat. There was a moment when he took a tricky crossfield ball onto his instep, while simultaneously pointing to the area where he wanted Firmino to run. He didn't so much as look at the ball as it came towards him. An outrageous piece of skill, from a man I'd like to keep inside the tent rather than casting him outside. Oh, I know he's injury prone and all the arguments against him, but what a talent that lad has when it's utilised properly. I know people want him gone, but a replacement doesn't always mean that they can do what he does. An incredible footballer. In fact, it was a night for the maligned players. At the final whistle, two men walked down the pitch to the away end and celebrated vociferously with shouts and fist pumps to those gathered behind the goal. They made Jürgen look like a shy debutante at her first public ball. Ladies and gentlemen, Dejan Lovren and Simon Mignolet, both imperious last night and playing like they'd never put a foot wrong in their lives. They've been slated by all and sundry over their Anfield careers, so it was great to see what that win meant to them. A real sense of togetherness with the support when we achieved our goal. I think I'd feel less engaged if I were a Watford fan and tasked with providing unilateral support to Tom Cleverley. For those who missed it, the former United and Everton midfielder told the press that he was keen to do United a favour. To quote Danny, the dealer in Withnell and I, very foolish words, man. Still, he had a good view of the game from pitch level when Emery put him on his arse with a Beardsley-esque shuffle of the hips. I'm not sure why players do that. It makes for good copy, but it's just asking for trouble. In 2001, when the Reds lost the League Cup semi-final 2-1 at Selhurst Park, Palace striker Clinton Morrison talked about how he'd be able to put away some of the chances that Michael Owen had recently missed. Before the second leg, he told the Evening Standard, We know we'll always score, and we're capable of doing a good job up there. They lost 5-0. Even Igor scored. Ah, the danger of hubris. Sometimes it's better to play a straight bat to the usual questions. It's all about us tonight, not the race for the top four, etc. That sort of thing. Anyway, three games to go. Three games. Nine points. And if even a mountain of muscle such as Emre Chan can defeat gravity, then the Reds should at least be capable of a third place finish. Three games. Nine points. You know, it's funny. That was the very thing that came into my head way, way too quickly after the ball hit the back of the net from Emre Chan's goal and I had sort of dislodged something in my throat, cheering it and screaming about it. Almost the first thought, it just shows you what it is to be a Liverpool fan, was, oh, please don't let this be a Coates moment where it's uh, just this stunning worldly of a goal that counts for nothing because it's uh, part of a defeat. So it was incredibly satisfying that this thing of beauty had such significance in that it was in itself um, the earning of three points, three incredibly important points at this stage of the season. Interesting point as well that uh, Carl raises about Lovren and, and, and Mignolet going to the fans at the end and having their moment in the sun, and you couldn't uh, begrudge that to the guys uh, who were part of a, a clean sheet. Um, but I had the hump with Lovren pre- previous to the match because of exactly the kind of thing that Carl was talking about, um, cleverly doing, you know, speaking a little bit. It could have been interpreted as disrespectfully towards Watford, the type of thing where he was talking about how, you know, we're good against the big teams, and of course the implication being that Watford are not. Now, that may be a self-evident fact, but you just don't say that type of thing. It's what every Sunday League manager wants to hear because they can pin it on their wall and... Uh, point to it as uh, easy motivation for their troops and I'm sure that's what um, Italian Alec Baldwin did 
ahead of last night's game. So I guess fair play to Dejan for walking the walk uh, after talking the talk. And fair play to Emre Chan for getting that um, Adonis-like frame of his so high in the air to strike home what was just a thing of beauty. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. 